On this episode of Bluey's Brisbane, we're up some kind of creek. Without a poodle. Whether you call Bris Vegas home or are planning a trip to the River City, this is the podcast that will help you plan the ultimate Bluey day out. <laughs> the best of Brisbane for real life. This is Bluey's Brisbane with Justin and Lou. Well, welcome back to another episode of Bluey's Brisbane. My name is Justin, joined at the card table again today by Lou Bromley. G'day, Lou. G'day, Justin. How are you today? I'm fantastic. And what a location we find ourselves in today on the banks of the Inogra Reservoir at The Gap. Of course, we've got the card table set up. And of course, this is the podcast where we explore Brisbane, the real life world of our favourite healer family. And hopefully, we're inspiring the ultimate Bluey day out. Have to say, after a heat wave this week, under the trees, card table in the shade today is lovely beside the reservoir. And I think I'll be jumping in for a dip as soon as we're finished recording here because um, it's been hot. Um, if you're listening to this at a later stage, we're recording this in the first week of December and it has been hot, like stinking hot for a week now, hasn't it? Uh, incinerate is a word I would use. It's been quite disgusting. Humidity and the heat have been up, haven't it? No, well, we found ourselves in the perfect location today down by the Inaugura Reservoir at The Gap on Mount Nebo Road. Uh, this is part of the Walkabout Creek Discovery Centre. And Lou, paint the picture for our listeners here. What are, we, what are we looking at here over the water? This is a place that's actually quite startling in how suddenly you're off a main road and you're just out of suburbia all of a sudden here and you're surrounded by bushland. There are... Um, lizards of all shapes and sizes peering at us and then scuttling off, especially the water monitors, um, which is pretty impressive, and the eastern wood dragons. Um, we've got birds in the trees as well, and I don't even pretend to know what the majority of them are, but we've just had a kookaburra laugh at us. I think I've heard a few galahs. I don't like the way that scrub turkey's looking at you. <laughs> no bin chickens, just no. to make that clear. This is quite lovely like we're in bushland and there's water lilies about to just burst into color on the water's surface here at the reservoir too it's just lovely and a light breeze is coming off the water this is the perfect place to be and um the the crazy thing about the gap is we're only 10 kilometers from the cbd of brisbane here you would never know it and we're at the foothills of the diagula range and basically this is the outskirts of brisbane in this part of brisbane um, the mountains kind of stop the development and the gap's kind of the end of the road for Brisbane. You can wind your way up into Mount Nebo and Mount Glorious from here. But um, it's so unique to have this so close to a city. Oh, absolutely. And this reserve area, which Inogra Reservoir is a part of, backs onto National Park as well. So there's this beautiful National Park on our doorstep and it also connects right round to the Mount Cutha Reserve as well, which is another little mountain smack bang in the middle of Brisbane too. Mm. And, um, you know, we talked about in the episode uh, where we were at New Farm, your old school, overlooking the river, you had a very urban uh, outlook for your school. So this is my old stomping ground here. So yes. I grew up in the Gap. Uh, in fact, it's a bit like coming home. So I went, to, I went to school at the Gap State School and also the Gap High School. And it was very different um, in the late 80s and the you know, early 90s. The Gap was still al- almost a rural um, settlement. There were, I walked past horse paddocks going to school. On the weekends, you'd see kids riding their horses around. There was a pony club. So it was almost like growing up in the country. 
Um, yes. It was very, it was very different. And then the other thing about the Gap is it's so leafy. So you're surrounded by mountains. In fact, it's called the Gap because you literally drive through the Gap in the hills to get to it. Um, it's a very original name, yeah. <laughs> but it says everything it yeah, is. It's, it's very, the Gap. It's the Gap. <laughs> So, yeah, it is appropriate that we're in such a great bushland setting, a natural setting, because we've got a couple of great guests on the podcast today. You're going to be talking to Shelley Lloyd. Oh, um, yeah. Who's and a former ABC newsreader, and she's now documenting the gap. Absolutely. And Shelley has been known uh, for decades to Brisbane listeners, to ABC Brisbane Radio, for reading the news. But uh, most other people would know Shelley for her presence on social media too because she is a phenomenal photographer and she's been documenting the wildlife, sunsets and sunrises of The Gap for years. So she has quite a following for how she has visually captured her own backyard. Looking forward to that. And the other big one is we found a little marsupial who's become very popular on Bluey. We found the original Bob Bilby. Uh, so Bob actually calls the Gap home. Uh, he uh, lives at the Gap C&K Kindy, which is just uh, back down the road here on Waterworks Road. We drove past it on the way in. Um, and I actually caught up with Anne Kerr, who is one of the Kindy teachers there at the Gap C&K, and she's actually the voice of Mrs Retriever, the Kindy teacher on Bluey. So she's going to tell Bob's story. They know that logically he's just a puppet, though we never tell him that. That would hurt his feelings. It's very humbling to see a child talk very earnestly to Bob. It's quite a privilege to have such a special puppet, oh, uh, Bob Bilby, with us. We'll find out more about Bob Bilby shortly. Now, look, we are set up down here on the banks of the Inogra Reservoir, and this is the head of the Inogra Creek. Keen, bluey observers would know that somewhere along the Inogra Creek is the actual setting for the creek episode. And uh, in the first episode, we actually found out from Bluey creator Joe Brum that the creek was actually his favourite location in Brisbane to recreate. You know, I grew up going down the creeks and we take our kids down to the creeks and they're, I mean, they're all over Australia, I guess. Uh, But really capturing that with the sort of the big grey rocks and the moss and the the crystal clear water, that, that was a lot of fun quite satisfying. So not only the Creek episode is tied into Inogra Creek, The Gap, Ashgrove and where we are today, the Inogra Reservoir, but we've managed to also confirm and shout out to the Insta account Bluey Locations because he was on the case too. The circus episode where everyone's off to get their democracy sausage um, at the election, it's Hilda Road State School at The Gap. So there's some very distinct... Um, features that have been captured in that episode that you can go, yep, that's the sign out the front of the school and they've captured that as well. So it's been pretty fantastic too that we know that that's part of the gap as well for today's episode of our podcast. Yeah, and in that location too, you can actually see the tops of the uh, transmission towers there on um, Mount Cutha. So That's true too, That's another, yes. another classic side of the gap. Wherever you go in the gap, you're right underneath those transmission towers, which of course you can see from Bluey's house at Red Hill. Um, the, other, the other great thing that I love about The Gap um, is that it's not so much the visuals, but if you watch Bluey, a lot of the audio soundtrack comes from The Gap. So Dan Brum, who is the, uh, the voice of Uncle Stripe on Bluey, is also the sound designer. If you follow him on Instagram, you'll find that he loves to come to The Gap 
um, to do all his location recording, especially his nature sounds. So his birds, all that kind of nature sound track that you hear in Bluey, a lot of it comes from the gap. In fact, I, I, I saw on Insta just yesterday, he recorded um, a lot of the, the Foley sound effects and the, the, the ambience for the Grandad episode, you know, where they're chasing Grandad on the canoes out on the dam. Canoe! <laughs> <laughs> Which we've even got kayaks and yeah. canoe-like boat craft yeah, here too yeah. at the inaugural reserve. So you could even recreate that down here too you could, yeah. for your so own ambience. It was all recorded here. It's fantastic. So uh, shout out to Dan. Give him a follow on Instagram, uh, Dan Brum Sounds. From Bald Hills to Bean Lee, this is the podcast that lives and breathes Brisbane. Lou, you are about to have a chat over a coffee, I think, up at the Discovery Centre. It's coffee uh, time with Shelley. Yeah, so look, I can see Shelley up there, up the top of the hill giving us a wave. So why don't you head on up and have a bit of a chat with Shelley? I'll bring you back a takeaway when I'm done. Sounds good. I have with me here at Walkabout Creek and at the Inaugural Reserve, Shelley Lloyd. Shelley, you're a former ABC newsreader from ABC Brisbane Radio, mm-hmm. but you've worked at Mount Cutha, you've worked at the ABC studios at South Bank, but you are a Gap resident. Mm-hmm. So for the non-Brisbane people that tuning in, we've got a suburb called The Gap, and The Gap is right beside Mount Cutha. Mm-hmm. And when we're talking about Mount Cutha with Bluey, we're under the transmission towers that we always see blinking in the background behind Bluey's house. So we are here at The Gap, right on the edge, actually, of a national park. There's a huge body of water up here known as the Inaugura Reservoir. Tell us a little bit about, you know, what's on the doorstep here on Brisbane's outskirts. Well, the reservoir was Brisbane's original water source. So the very first, you know, source of water for the the fledgling Brisbane community. Um, But it's also extremely beautiful and has really only been opened up to the southeast Queensland community in the last couple of years, probably about the last 10 years. Um, Until then, it was really closed off. It was not, you weren't able to go out on a kayak. You weren't able to to swim in the reservoir. But um, in recent times, it's been opened up and it's just, it's beautiful. It's been discovered by Brisbane residents. It's been discovered by international backpackers. Buses run from the city out to here and they the backpackers get off with their inflatable toys and float out on the reservoir and listen to the bellbirds and listen to the whitbirds. And it's just um, a peaceful little oasis, which is just so close to the city, but it's just so beautiful. I wasn't anticipating that there could be watercraft here. Mm. So I actually feel underpacked. I feel like we should have been floating <laughs> under some big hats and um, just lazily drifting across the water out here. This is pretty lovely. When you were news reading for ABC Brisbane Radio... You were actually quite well known for your photography and it was photography that was in your backyard of the Gap and this sort of area. What sort of things do you love to take photos of? Um, I love to take photos of birds. Um, There's a a large flock of um, cockatoos that roost at the reservoir. So late in the afternoon as the sun is setting, the cockatoos will fly into the reservoir and it's a racket. It is really, really noisy, but also quite spectacular with these noisy, flappy, crazy birds flying in. One of the things also too, you, with your bird photography, you also do a lot of urban landscapes with birds. Working at the South Bank Studios um, for ABC Brisbane Radio, 
I mean, there's an infamous or famous, depends on your point of view, resident population of bin chickens, mm-hmm. the native ibis. Do they make for a majestic photo? I'm not a huge fan of the ibis, I'm afraid to say. Um, but, you know, any bird and every bird in flight is a beautiful thing. So even the ibis with its ugly red underwing uh, can take a pretty picture. Um, yeah, see, there's actually quite a large bird population, even in the inner city at Southbank. Um, and, you know, if, if I can give you another little tip about photography, the, the best time of day for photography, I mean, photography is all about light. Mm. Um, so sunrise and sunset is the time to be out taking pictures. And coincidentally, that's the time when the birds are most, most active. So um, it doesn't matter where you are. You can be right in the heart of the city. You can be out here at the reservoir. You can be up Mount Kutha, you can be anywhere. You will always find birds at that time of day. How about we get our skates on mm. and we go for a walk down to the reservoir and check it out. How Love does that to. sound? Yep, Done. sounds good. It's not so much the heat, but the humidity. This is Bluey's Brisbane. The lovely thing in summer is that the water, it's actually very deep. So it's, it's, um, it's quite cold. So it's very refreshing Brilliant. on a really hot summer's day. Do you remember as a kid when you'd go swimming in a a natural water course, like up the top would be warm, but the further down you got it colder and colder. And it was a little bit scary and creepy, but it felt really good. (laughs) What's the most startling um, animal or bird you've seen here? Um, I have seen a few um, raptors out here. I've seen a few few eagles. Um, I've never actually caught them. Like on camera, take, taking a yeah. photograph of them. It's certainly lots of cockatoos because they roost out here in the afternoon, over the night. Um, plenty of kookaburras. I don't think you can talk about the gap without talking about snakes. I mean, you remember the the creek episode of Bluey? I do. Where they're walking along and Dad says, "Watch out for the drop bears," and they go, "Really?" He says, "No, but you better watch out for snakes." And that's something you really do have to watch out for in the gap because there does seem to be a proliferation of snakes, good ones too, bad ones especially. Um, lots of pythons. Um, we've, we've seen a lot of pythons at our place. But um, there are brown snakes as well, um, so you stay clear of those. We are so close to nature, like this on our doorstep. Mm. And it's more about keep an eye out, just keep it, you know, watch underfoot mm. uh, and enjoy it. Like, don't mm. let you know, the idea of a snake stop you from coming out here because this right. is sensational. Yep, that's right. It's about learning to live with nature around you and, um, as you say, don't be afraid of it. Just give it a, a wide berth if it's going to bite you and hurt you. But um, that's that's the beauty of living here. Oh, absolutely. Like looking here at the, the resi, uh, I'm sold. I'll pull up a, you know, a bit of sandstone block and just look out. I'll share this with the snakes yep. and everything else. <laughs> This is Bluey's Brisbane with Justin and Lou. All right, look, so that's some good advice from Shelley there, that when you come to the Gap, you've got to watch out for snakes. Um, look, they're not everywhere. Use your common sense. But, you know, we've got to remember this is unspoiled bushland. Only a few k's from the city, isn't it, Lou? Oh, yeah. And don't let the snakes be the deal breaker. Just get in. Have a splash. Yeah, it's lots of fun. Now, an animal that you don't ordinarily associate with suburbia is a bilby. But here at The Gap, it's the home to the original Bob Bilby, as featured in Bluey. And he lives here at The Gap C&K Kindergarten, 
And just like in Bluey, he loves to go on adventures with the kindy kids and their families. And this is when he went on a holiday with Mrs Terrier. Oh yes, she took Bob with her when she went to Scotland. Wow, Bob, you've really been around. Earlier this week, I caught up with Anne Kerr, who's one of the educators and has been a long-time educator uh, at the Gap C&K Kindy, um, and spoke to her about Bob Bilby and also her role as Mrs Retriever the kindy teacher on Bluey. How are you, Anne? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Very well. How long have you been here for, Anne? Oh, about 31 years now. It's a great job. You must love it then. I do, I do. Plus, I have never passed um, Play-Doh. Oh, OK, so you've got you to pass that. Yes, to be able to go to prep. OK, OK. Well, I don't think I ever passed Play-Doh either. That could be a problem. It could be. <laughs> it's such a fun job. Who would want to leave? We've heard on the street that the Gap C&K is actually home to the original Bob Bilby as featured in Bluey, is that right? Oh yeah, that's definitely right. The original Bob is here. The original Bob, not a fake, not an imitation? No, no, the original Bob. I found him about 20 years ago in a container at, uh, full of um, puppets that we were using at the kindy and um, he just seemed to jump out and come to life. And he's so adorable cuddly and so believable more than that I do think Bob has a calling uh, on his life Bob felt this himself he wanted to be the one the one to deliver the Easter eggs in Australia so he's wanted always his ambition has been to become the Easter Bilby so he's quite a determined little fella and all the kindy children agree with him and together every year we send the message home and in this way Bob wants us to know that bilbies in the wild are endangered and need protection but he's become much more than that now he's become a very dear friend of the kindy i'm sure he's a great friend to all the kids here but tell me about bluey how did uh, bob end up in an episode of bluey well uh, late in 2017 the creator of bluey told the kindy that an episode uh, with bob in it was being planned so uh, Bob was totally thrilled about this. He does like to be a star. Well, if he can't be the Easter Bilby, then he might as well be a global phenomenon, right? Well, definitely, as well as the Easter Bilby. He could do both? Yeah, he could do both. He's big enough. <laughs> so, look, I also heard that, uh, that you had a, had a bit of a starring role in this episode of Bluey, is that correct? Yes, yes. So who did you play? Uh, I was Mrs Retriever, the, the kindy teacher. How appropriate. Yes. Well, bingo. It looks like Bob has had a wonderful time staying with you. Now, why don't you give Bob to Missy? It's her turn with him next. There you go, Bob. The episode does exactly what we do here at Kindy. Oh, really, really? Yeah, the children take Bob home for a sleepover. They show him around and in some way they record it and then the story's brought back to Kindy and we all read it. Bob just loves adventures. Well, I could see from some of the photos in the episode that he loves adventures. Yes. So one of the pictures is of Bob in Scotland. Now, is that an actual based on real events picture? Did Bob visit Scotland? He did. He did indeed. And he, as I said before, he loves going on adventures. So he's been on sleepover adventures with all the children and the educators. But on this one occasion, uh, Mrs Dowie Bridges was um, off to Scotland to visit her relatives and Bob asked if he could go with her. And he had a bonny time. 
Uh, do you bring anything back, like a wee dram of uh, Bilby whiskey? <laughs> no, no, he didn't. He just had a wow of a time and had a marvellous story to tell us and that just got him going and since then he's been to Abu Dhabi and Greece and who knows where he'll go in the future. Well, we can only only wait to find out. Um, so, look, how, how does Bob and his adventures help the, the students here at the kindy? Well, as I said before, Bob's become much more than the Easter Bilby, and um, he has an instant rapport with all the children. As soon as they meet him, they adore him. They know that logically he's just a puppet, though we never tell him that. That would hurt his feelings. So he's very real, and in his quiet little way, because he doesn't speak out loud, he just speaks into our ears, he teaches them how to be kind, how to share and be fair, how to make friends, how to take big breaths to stay calm and to get himself back into the green zone so he can have some fun. He's always there to help the children, just like they help him out. And there are some very special moments when it is very humbling to see a child talk very earnestly to Bob about how he needs to calm down and stay in the green zone. So it's, it's quite a privilege to have such a special puppet, oh, uh, Bob, Bilby, with us. Not a puppet? No, not a puppet, no. Look, just finally, you've been a kindy teacher for a long, long time now. So what's your take on Bluey and, and the success of Bluey? What, what do you think about the show? Well, I think Bluey is a stroke of genius. Um, it's, it has Aussie humour, the Aussie way of life resonates not only with the children but the parents as well and I mean anyone who watches it you're bound to have a chuckle at some stage and the Bluey family are just down to earth they do all the things that we do playing in the backyard going for takeaway exploring the creeks and parks and along the way they're learning about life's simple pleasures and there's no need for glitz or glamour Bluey doesn't have that Bluey teaches us all that what we need most is to make time to enjoy our family, to see the funny side of the daily frustrations of life and to know that it's family that helps children grow into resilient and creative big kids. That's fantastic. Yeah. Look, thank you so much for uh, introducing thank us to Bob Bilby. Really appreciate the time. Well, Bob's very happy about that. He was very excited today, weren't you, Bob? <laughs> Thanks so much, Anne. Bye. I need a bush wee. So that's the story of Bob Bilby and... We know you guys love to hear the full uncut interviews, so we're going to make the full chat with Anne and Shelley available up on where you like to get your podcasts. So stay tuned for that. We've had a little bit of a chat about, you know, some things to do in the gap based around the um, the Walkabout Creek Discovery Centre and the Inogra Reservoir. And, of course, you can learn more about the native flora and fauna of the area um, but look, we always talk about a few other things. So the Gap is kind of a mecca, really, for, for mountain bike riders, especially those trails yes. over at sort of Gap Creek um, and Mount Cutha. Have you been known to get on the, the mountain bike at all? I'm not known for my mountain bike prowess. However, I've got some friends who are always hitting Gap Creek Road and around the trails there with some comps on weekends. Uh, so it's such a lively scene um, to do with mountain biking in this area. And the other great thing you can do um, from the Gap is you can get on the Inogra Creek bikeway, which uh, follows the creek all the way along sort of through the Gap, through Ashgrove and up into Newmarket. And from there you can sort of branch off into the bike tracks that head up to Red Hill or, you know, Kelvin Grove and then on into the city. So we'll put those details up on in the show notes. And there's great bushwalking up here too. So I think we associate 
if you want to do a bushwalk, you've got to travel at least an hour to get anywhere to do that at a national park. And it's here in the backyard of a suburb. Mm. So I think that's just one of the great things about this place. And like it is rather hidden. I mean, Shelley was talking about how the resi is such a secret to all the locals here. And, you know, I've got a bit, bit of a bone to contend with my in-laws who I've been visiting for over 20 years in this location. They've never hinted at all that they were sitting here right on the banks of a resi. Mm. Um, so I think that's one of the lovely things. That, you know, we would used to just go straight on to Mount Nebo and Mount Glorious, uh, but you can actually do bushwalks right here via the Discovery Centre, and I think that's a fantastic thing that Brisbane's got up its sleeve. Um, another thing that we always like to talk about is drinking because, you know, I don't know about you, but... Hydration, right? Yeah, yeah hydration. But being a parent requires a good stiff drink every now and then. <laughs> so there's plenty of places to have a drink, um, maybe a date night out at the Gap. Um, you've got the Gap Tavern, which is set in a stunning location. It's really um, part of the old quarry. Um, it's got a playground for the kids, so you can take the kids. It's family friendly. And hot tip, um, book a table out on the deck. You get great views out over the Taylor Range. Absolutely. And I think, too, if you want to go a little bit more retro, you've got the Blind Tiger Bar. And they've got those old school brown leather couches. They've got a library at the bar. So that's something a little bit more for the bandits and chilies only. Mm. And this is kind of something that's kind of fairly recent to the Gap because growing up in the Gap, there never really was any coffee culture. There ne- definitely were no bars. Um, so this kind of funky sort of urban bar is really like a new addition to the Gap. Um, and really it's a great, um, a great service to the locals as well as the visitors. And I think one of the great things is you can get your coffee on. I mean, I've been doing that with Shelley up at the Discovery Centre, but there's heaps of places around the Gap if you are more the caffeinated type of person. So you've got Bean and Gone, love a pun. Mm. <laughs> you've got it, they're located in the Friendly Grocer on the corner of Waterworks Road and Laura Street. And you also have Cafe Tara, The Lodge, and Walton's Pantry as well in the shopping centre on Waterworks Road. And we've also got the Gap Markets too. Now, mm. they're on Facebook. Give them a follow and just check out when they're on. So that's a combination of craft, local artisans, as well as fresh fruit and veg. Well, we'll make sure we check that out. Um, Lou, I'm starting to get a bit hot. What should we do now? Because it's still a bit of a stinking hot day. I think I'm going to go for a dip. What about you? Oh, I think it's all about canoe. <laughs> Are you going for a paddle? This poodle is paddling across the water, I think. I'm going to go check out these water lilies because they're stunning. It's been great to spend some time down here by the banks of the Anogra Reservoir. Um, next episode, we're back into the city, um, into West End. Yes. So the words Froggy Park mean a lot to our listeners. So we are tracking down... Um, locations in West End that have been featured in some of the episodes but I've also found a dog that plays the blues so we're going to get a little bit musical in our next episode too for West End. Well this is great because this podcast is inspired by a a blue dog and you've actually found a dog who plays the blues, how appropriate. I do what I can Justin. You've been listening to Blueys Brisbane. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for at Blueys Brisbane. All right, Shelley, can you use your best newsreader voice for us down here at the Resi? <laughs> Good morning, this is Shelley Lloyd for Blueys Brisbane.